there is only one way, really, I see in, in the future that this does not hurt the Yankees. And it's if Juan Soto is a Yankee in 2025. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. With me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, welcome back from Cabo. Hello, hello. Uh, thanks for the welcome and thanks for clicking on the show, guys. Really appreciate it as always. Wednesday edition of the show today. We've got some things we need to catch up on, Stacey. Uh, of course, there were a couple of roster moves here over the last couple of days, some DFAs, some claimings. We'll break that all down a little bit later on. We also have some more information on this Blake Snell market, which is intriguing to say the least. We're going to get into that later. But of course, Stacey, the big news right now, Michael King breaking his silence talking to the New York Post about the trade that went down a few weeks ago that sent him to the San Diego Padres, of course, for Juan Soto. Stacey, we just need to get into this because this is this is the first player that's not named Juan Soto to talk about it. And, of course, right. Juan Soto was like, great, I'm excited, let's play ball. Like, that's really all he said. Yeah. Um, but it's it's we're getting the other side of the coin here. Um, this is going to be linked in the episode description as it always is. But of course it is from the New York post. Like I said, this is what Michael King had to say, quote, I continue to praise AJ Preller Padres general manager and be confident in saying, I feel the Padres won the trade. I feel like the talent we've gotten. I've shot. I was shocked to see the Yankees part with that many people. Obviously it's Juan Soto. So you have to give up a big package, but I was pumped to see who was coming with me to San Diego. I know they're going to contribute this year and for years to come and quote, of course he had a whole bunch of other quotes too. We might get into some of those, but that's the big one. Stacy. I read this. I went. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, we've, we've talked about this ad nauseum but again it, it when it's coming from someone who is a part of the trade and uh you know someone who can pretty much speak freely now on it not being a yankee anymore i don't know if i disagree here i i i, I i'll get into it stacy i'm not saying that this is a bad trade for the yankees I, I have not said that at any point and i still believe that it was a good trade for the the yankees we'll get into it later but your thoughts here on what michael king has to say i don't disagree with him either um, let's be fair. He did get married and then there was Christmas thrown in there. So he had some things going on, you know, the wedding, the honeymoon, Christmas, New Year. So that gave him time. And plus, you know, when you're traded from a team that you think you're going to be with for a while, you know, you, you'd need time to absorb, I guess, when that happens. And, uh, but no, I don't disagree with him at all, uh, because, um, there's a lot of upside on that other side of the trade and for the Yankees, you know, <laughs> they could lose soda to free agency and the Padres could have these guys on their team for a while. So yeah, I don't disagree with them at all. Yeah. Of course, Johnny Brito, Randy Vasquez, we know what they brought to the table in 2023. Uh, we talked about Drew Thorpe and I will probably continue to talk about Drew Thorpe time <laughs> to time on this show. Um, we've talked a lot about Michael King, especially in the latter half of the season, once he switched 
uh, primarily into the starter role uh, at the end of last year. I think the Padres made out, I wouldn't say like a bandit, but given the situation that they were in, I think they made out pretty good. And I've, I've been singing those praises. I mean, when, when it happened that day, we went live. Uh, we were talking with Javier Reyes on the show too, on the YouTube side. Uh, he's the host of Lockdown Padres. And we were talking about it like crazy. Like, obviously it was, it was um, at least on the San Diego side, kind of like a mixed emotions type of thing on the yeah. Yankee side. You could, you could really be shadowed by the Soto of it all. I'll say this, Stacy. On the question of whether Michael King is right or wrong, I think there's still TBD on that. Mm. You still have to wait because there is only one way, really, I see in, in the future that this does not hurt the Yankees. And it's if Juan Soto is a Yankee in 2025. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's really the only thing that could that can make it like or there's the other side. The Yankees win the World Series in 2024. Right. <laughs> right. Because because otherwise, even if these guys end up being like maybe just slightly better than average, like in the long term, you're still looking like down the road like this. This is a, a gamble. And we've said that a 100 times that this is a gamble for the Yankees, that they had to really put all the chips in for 2024, just given how the team has been shaking out recently. Yeah. Yeah, and they certainly did. Um, just the amount of pitching they lost in this trade. Um, the only way it could be a good one is if they win the World Series, really. Because <laughs> you also figure, too, let's say, uh, you know, it doesn't work out in 2024. Let's say they have a good year, but they don't win. Mm. They don't win at all. There are still potential guys to pick up the slack. True. Right. You know, we, we've we've started to talk a little bit more recently about Chase Hampton. Uh, we've obviously been talking about Clayton Beater and Will Warren. The odds of all three of those guys becoming bona fide major leaguers. I mean, it's always tough to call that. Uh, and, and the same goes on the other side. Are Johnny Brito, Randy Vasquez, Drew Thorpe, are they all going to be bona fide major leaguers? Heck, is Michael King going to be a bona fide major league starter? There are a lot of questions on the other side, and I don't think we should gloss over that side either because it's not True. just a you know full-fledged 100% can't lose full hearts for the Padres. That that's right. that's not the case either. Um, right? Because because remember we we're talking about this the other day too, Stace on the um, on the Frankie Montas deal, and how we were kind of having trouble calling it a bad trades for the Yankees because you it, it's hard to tell the trajectory of the careers of guys like JP Sears mm. or Ken Waldachuk, because they're no longer being coached by the same coaching staff, which they were thriving under. Right. And especially when you were comparing Oakland versus New York at this stage in both of those franchises, it's very clear. They are in very, very different stages, uh, but the Padres don't, aren't necessarily on that same front. Right. So maybe it might be a little easier to tell sooner rather than later when, you know, you're looking down the road and, and in the case of the Montas deal, I don't know if we're ever going to really know. Uh, I don't think it was a good trade for the Yankees, to, to be no, fair. No. But I, it's it's kind of hard to see where that would have gone because you're always going to play the what-if game. What if J.P. Sears continued to be a Yankee? What if Ken Waldachuk was a rail rider in 2023? And how has 2024 would have played out? There's, there's so many what-ifs in these trades, especially when it comes to how good the Yankees are at developing pitching. Right. Right. It's also – it's going to be interesting to see how the Padres do, considering what a – 
down year 2023 was and then losing Juan Soto, <laughs> who was one of the better guys on the team. And I don't know. Um, it'll just be interesting to see how that shakes out. And, you know, I joke that if the Yankees don't win the World Series, it's a disaster of a trade. But there is one team in baseball that um, kind of has to win the World Series this year, and it's not the Yankees. <laughs> It's the Dodgers. So the Yankees kind of have that pressure off them a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's a little bit. You you may obviously mentioned the Dodgers and and off podcast. We've talked a lot about the Dodgers, like just peek behind the curtain. Stacey and I, we talk about the Dodgers a lot, um, as I'm sure every podcast in, in the baseball world and just in the sports world has talked about the Padres. Uh, the, By the, the way, Dodgers you, a lot. you only just landed a little while ago, James Paxton to the Dodgers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Don't <laughs> worry. I was still glued. I was still glued. Just because I was on the beach doesn't mean I wasn't glued to the phone. Uh, still saw it all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's clearly like they take a step back. I'm talking about the, uh, the Padres now. They're clearly taking a step back without Juan Soto. But what you are getting is now and later, potentially, Right. And I don't think that it's out of the realm of possibility still for the San Diego Padres to contend in 2024 in yeah. the NL West. No, I don't think they even come close to that, to that Dodgers team. It's really just the Braves, right? It's really just the Braves that come close to the, this Dodgers team. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's, it's still not close on, on their pitching front, but mm -mm. regardless, I don't want to get too in the weeds there, but I still don't think it's too, too far gone to say that the Padres have a chance. And I feel like Michael King still is going to be a big part of that club. He's going to be a big part of that rotation. And, and like you said, I mean, we were both looking forward to just seeing how King would do in 2024 period. And now it's just kind of add this new wrinkle to it. Yeah. Now we have, now I have to pay attention to the Padres to watch Michael King, but I will, I'm going to keep an eye on him because I like King and I, I was really looking forward to seeing him as a starter. And I know he's excited to get the chance in San Diego. So I hope he does well, just not against the Yankees when they play in May. <laughs> Yeah, we will see in May, and that's going to be pretty interesting to see some familiar faces for both teams. Uh, yeah. Let us let us know in the comments section how you're feeling uh, now that the dust has certainly settled on that trade and what you think about Michael King talking about this. Um, do you feel like he kind of has to say this? Because that's part of it. He can't be like, oh, yeah, he oh, can't, I can't say, believe oh, no. AJ Miller <laughs> lost the trade. Uh, obviously, he's not going to say that, but he did come out and say it to the New York Post, which you know was going to run with it, and they did, and here we are. So let us know how you're feeling about Michael King's words. Uh, we are going to step aside. Don't forget, uh, Fan Mail Friday is coming up here in a couple of days, so leave your comments. Uh, reply to that pinned comment down below here on the YouTube side, of course. You can join the Lockdown Yankees Insiders Club as well to get priority for Fan Mail as well as one-on-one -on -one text messages with Stacey and myself. Now that I'm back in the United States, uh, I can respond too. Uh, so check that <laughs> out in the episode description. Okay, some other news we need to catch up on. Blake Snell. Yes, we are still talking about that. We'll break it all down next. The NFL playoffs are heading into championship weekend, and there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, and you can even find bets in the brand new Explore tab. This weekend is championship weekend with the Ravens favored by three and a half over the visiting Chiefs and Taylor Swift. And the 49ers are favored by seven over the Lions, who are in the NFC championship game for the first time since 1991. We won't mention what happened in 1991. And if you're already looking for baseball, the Yankees World Series odds 
are at plus 850, but now they're behind the Astros for the top of the American League at plus 410. I'm assuming Josh Hader put the Astros over the top. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Back here on Locked On Yankees. Hey, everydayers, don't forget if you're missing us uh, on those other days of the week that we're not going up this time around because, you know, still the off season. You can always check out Locked On Sports today. Check it out today. 24-7 streaming YouTube channel with the top stories and the best shows every day. Check it out on YouTube. Again, that's Locked On Sports today. And, of course, Fan Mail Friday coming up here in a couple of days. Stacey, um, the Snell thing still alive. Blake Snell as of this record, which is 10.30 p.m. on Tuesday, January 23rd, <laughs> he has not signed still. Uh, and for the record, nor has Cody Bellinger. Still both free agents. Still guys that we have been talking about forever. I'm just like, come on, guys. It's time to sign. <laughs> um, but there might be a reason why Blake Snell hasn't signed yet, Stacy. Apparently, apparently, the Yankees are the only team to have officially offered a contract to Blake Snell. <laughs> Which to me, at this stage, January 23rd, episode released January 24th, bizarre. I don't know how you're feeling about it. We haven't talked about this. Yeah, it seems odd for the reigning Cy Young winner for the NL to be still sitting and waiting for other offers from other teams. Because the the uh, they said... Other teams are interested, but the Yankees were the only ones who actually offered him something. And he was like, no, I want more than what you're offering me. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if anyone else will. I know that um, some teams have, um, they're tied up in the Bally sports stuff that's happening. And I think that resolves itself February 1st. So you might see other teams start to do things when February 1st hits and maybe that's keeping some of them from maybe offering something to Blake Snell. But this is odd that the Yankees are the only ones. Of course, like you mentioned there, the, the Valley sports stuff and the angels being one of the teams that is interested reportedly, the angels are one of those teams that mm. is a Valley team. Uh, but the giants are also one of the other teams that were reportedly interested in Blake Snell. They are not a Valley team. Um, so I don't know what they're, well, I mean, yeah. they got, they got um, who they get again. They're, they got, Oh, uh, Jung Huli. Yes, that's right. So it's not like they didn't do anything, but yeah, kind of strange that they're sitting on it too. You know, he has yeah. the experience of obviously facing the NLS. He won the Cy Young in the NLS. So it would yeah. be a pretty logical. I feel like that would be a logical match. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we all know what everything that's happened in San Francisco over the last two off seasons. It's yeah, interesting, that's true. At least. Um, but apparently, Stacy, the offer was 150 million over six years, and also apparently Blake is looking. Blake Snell is looking for a longer deal, mm. uh, or one with at least 30 million dollars in the average annual. Mm. <laughs> Look, we're splitting hairs, money, yada yada yada, time, yeah. But I mean, wh where are you feeling at? considering the Yankees are the only offer considering we're only a couple of weeks from pitchers and catchers reporting. Like we're like three weeks away here at yeah. this point from pitchers and catchers reporting. Like how, how do you, where would you put the Yankees chances here? If like in your gut, are you like, there, there are multiple ways you can go in this conversation. Are they willing to anymore? They clearly made the offer, hadn't gotten the response that they wanted and seemingly shifted to Strowman. Right. 
like, are they still even in the market at this point? Does that offer still stand? Uh, and is Blake Snell even interested? Obviously, we don't have the inside sources for that. But like, <clears throat> where's your head at with that? That whole stuff? Yeah, it feels like it's probably not going to happen because he turned it down and they got Stroman. I can't see them because we talked about it. Um, I can't see them adding Snell now, especially now that he turned that down. They're not going to go higher <laughs> now that they got Stroman. You know, they're going to think, okay, we have the rotation and we're going to have to fill some things in in other ways. Like, I feel like that's going to be what they say. I don't think, you know, and like, like I said, some of these other teams are probably going to start offering him something in um, how many days? Like 10 days. <laughs> so you'll see something happening 10, 11, 12 days from now when money's freed up and other teams can do things. Um, but I feel like well, the Yankees are out of it. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. I was on the show last week. We we talked about Stroman and we have the discussion on if they were done. And I believe, again, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I believe you said that you hope they weren't. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> is is that is that still the case for you? What, do you hope that they find a way to get Blake Snell and Adam to the rotation still? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't you? Like, if you were a Yankee fan, wouldn't you like to have Blake Snell in the rotation, too? I mean, that would be a pretty good rotation there. Um, yeah, I mean, well, you got to consider all the factors here, right? Yeah. Clearly, th there's a reason why Blake Snell is not getting offers. Mm -hmm. Let's start there. Part of it could be this RSN thing. That's been a, a bit of a mess, period. Yeah. Um, But part of it is also the walks, dude. Yeah. I think it's pretty obvious that's why he's not getting at least he hasn't gotten any other offers. Right. People, teams are scared of the walks. They yeah, really no, they are. And it's legit. It's a legit issue. I would be afraid as well. I mean, I know when we talked about him and we had that episode about him, we were talking about the walks and you were talking about how, um, you know, he gets out of things and he would have a good defense behind him. So, you know, it could be okay for the Yankees maybe, but it's also risky too, because what if it gets worse? <laughs> and what and if he does it seems like a short term in. that's a short term yeah. thing right because like yeah. long term you don't know how that's gonna play in 2027 yeah 2029 you don't have no idea how that's gonna play how bad is it and is that gonna be an absolute nightmare because six you're... years isn't a short time for snell like you know that's that's not yeah. a bad contract to be offered so i don't know yeah i i i I still feel it's a gamble. I felt like I, I don't know 100% for certain everything I said in that Blake Snell episode that you alluded to, but I I, I feel like I felt it then and I feel like I feel it now. Mm -hmm. I, I am worried about his longevity. And when he's looking for these longer deals, I I think he's a, a 30 million, whatever that number is. I feel like he's good enough right now. Yeah. Clearly, he's clearly good enough to make that kind of money right now. But... right. <laughs> there's the butt there's yeah. there's the butt of this whole thing mm -hmm. i don't know stace if it ended up dropping down to let's say they got it at five at 150 are and you like, more comfortable or 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 is it just like screw it dude 2024 and whatever happens happens after that are you in that camp because that's semi where the yankees are at it seems because yeah. of the soda trade right it feels like they're at that point um I would feel more comfortable if the drop down to a shorter contract, but he doesn't want that. He wants a longer one. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. 
Uh, let us know how you're feeling about this Blake Snell stuff. Are you surprised that the Yankees are the only team that have actually offered him a full-fledged contract? Uh, let us know in the comment section. Okay. Yankees made a couple roster moves and also a change to their uniforms. Finally, uh, don't get carried away. That's next. <laughs> Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. Back here on Locked On Yankees for our final segment on this Wednesday edition of the show. Stacy, a couple moves made here by the Yanks. Uh, they claimed Diego Castillo. Name sound familiar? Yes, formerly in the system. They claimed Diego Castillo off waivers, which means they DFA Jeter Downs. Uh, then, of course, they made the Luke Weaver signing official and DFA Bubba Thompson. Yes, some minor moves here. Look, Diego Castillo had a nice little season at AAA last year. Shockingly has very little power, but plays multiple positions. He plays all over the infield, gives the Yankees some depth, uh, which they were also hoping to have out of Jeter Downs. They still could. Still could. They could try and work out a trade here. They could uh, wait and push him through waivers and see if he clears. Um, same thing goes for Bubba Thompson. Um, again, these are these are pretty small moves, Stacey, but just that Diego Castillo is back in the system and <laughs> look long road to get to it, but could potentially be playing on the same team that he was traded uh, for the, traded for for the guy that he was traded for um, in, in Clay Holmes is, is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, welcome home. <laughs> nice to see yeah, you. Little, yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, remember me? Remember yeah. my name? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, like, look, again, these are pretty minor moves. Bubba Thompson, Jeter Downs. Like, if they end up not being with the Yankees, then no love lost. Um, Downs was a cute story, right? Yeah, the just Jeter because thing. the Jeter thing, yeah. Uh, Bubba Thompson has had a very wild and wacky couple of months slash year plus. Him bouncing around all over the place. Uh, we've talked about these guys a little bit when these moves happened. Um but these were the moves, right? Remember, we've been talking about the Yankees still currently are at 40. So these moves had to be made. If they wanted to get Diego Castillo, then they then they had to DFA somebody. And it was Jeter Downs. If they had to sign Weaver, they had to DFA somebody. And Bubba Thompson it was two guys that they've made moves for here this offseason already. But don't think of these as like, oh, they made a mistake when they got Jeter Downs or anything like that. One, they could still stay in the system. It's right. not a foregone conclusion <clears throat> that they're gone. And, and two, like you make those waiver claims at the time when you know it's like, okay, this team needs this. And 
if a better situation arises like Diego Castillo, who had a better triple A season than Jeter Downs did, then you're going like, okay, well, this is a better fit now that Diego Castillo is available. So we're going to make that move now. Like it's, it's, it's reacting to the deck of cards that's being held uh, dealt out. You know, you don't get w- dealt one hand and that's the only hand you have for the whole off season. Things change. Players become available that weren't available for, and you go, you know what, if it's him or him, it's going to be him. And that's what happened here. Right. Yep. So pretty simple. Uh, Stacey, one more quick note here today. A bit of a Jersey change, a bit of a Jersey change. Look, if I may get back on my soapbox, <laughs> they jerseys are an abomination to baseball. They are the worst jerseys, arguably in all of professional sports. <laughs> I think they're awful. I think they're terrible. I don't care what team it is. I think all road grays are awful. If you buy them, more power to you. If that's where you want to spend your money, I'm not going to be the guy in your bank account telling when and how you spend your money. (laughs) I will never buy a gray road. Uh, But apparently they're changing the roads. They're, yeah. they're getting rid of the white outline. That's what we wanted, right? That's what everybody wanted. We're all screaming for it. And you know what's a, this is the funniest part of it. <laughs> so they're getting rid of the white outline on the New York, right? Reportedly, reportedly from UniWatch, I believe was the one that reported it. They got and the, getting uh, rid of the line on the sleeves. Yeah, too. the piping on the sleeve. Mm-hmm. Uh, so again, this is coming from UniWatch, which they apparently got the, um, the 2024, like, uh, I forget what they're called. MLB sends out like guides for all their stuff that they'll have for that season. All the jersey. I also guides saw a picture them. though. I also saw a picture in yeah, like that's a, what's like in a, the jersey guides, like a yeah. factory or whatever that was hanging up that showed. Oh really? Like, mm-hmm. was that coming from some random tiny, off the beaten path? <laughs> no, I'm, I can't remember. Shop in the middle of nowhere. Oh yeah, that's probably <laughs> where it was coming from because it has the Nike it has the Nike swoosh on it. So yeah. Um, oh, there you go. But they're making it look more like the classic road jersey without the piping. Um, if they could do the sleeves like they used to have in the 60s where, you know, their arms were kind of out and they had the sleeves underneath, like the <laughs> Navy sleeves underneath, like wearing T-shirts underneath. I wouldn't I'm mind that. I'm dying make on this them, Make them baggy like they were in the 60s and the 50s. <laughs> Get rid of them. I know. How do, you, how do you feel about road grays? I feel like I'm the one that's always screaming about road grays. Like, do you care about road grays? I don't mind I don't mind them, um, but I wish that there could be some sort of switch up somewhere with something because it's just, just give me blue tops. I'll I'll concede the gray pants. I think they suck too. Period. Yeah. I just don't like them. I think they're so oh so boring. like the, the navy New York with gray pants. You I'll would take that. Concede? I'll take okay. that. Okay, I would yeah, take that. Give me. I don't the think they would training. do a, right. I don't think they would do a full navy uniform. Um, no, they never would. They never, they never would. would. I would love that with the pinstripe, but they would never do that. <laughs> yeah, like we we took. I don't know if we did it on the show, but we've talked about it one on one for sure about yeah. reverse pinstripes. Yes. Like, yes. Uh, look up Cal Baptist baseball. Mm-hmm. Look up Cal Baptist baseball. They have the reverse, reverse blue pinstripes. Yeah. So, like, think Yankees homes home but whites reversed, yes. but f- like the negative of it, flip it. Mm-hmm. So the majority is blue with white pins. Yeah. I love those. I love those Cal Baptists. I do. I I like that too. I really wish the Yankees would do that. Um, But I'm also of the camp that I don't think a team should have like eight different uniforms also. Like I think there's, there's a, there's a limit also, but there's also like, I feel like there should be three options at least for every team. 
right? Yeah. But not eight. A Eight's home, too much. A home, road, and an alt, and alt. the ability to flip them. Yeah. Right? The mix and match. That's yes. the goal, is so you can create new combinations. Yeah. Because, like, there's nothing saying you couldn't do pin bottoms with an alt blue top. Yes. Ooh. And these aren't even, like, crazy ideas. Well, the spring these training are, like, outfits. Basic. These are, like, Division Two NCAA, like, style of jerseys. Like, it's not like we're, we're going crazy here by saying, like, oh, flip this and make it green. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, what they wear during spring training when they wear the navy tops and the yeah. white pants with the pinstripes at home. Do that at home. And then on the road, you can do, I guess, gray pants <laughs> with, the, with the navy top instead of all gray. You know, something like that. Come on, guys. Let's get with it. It's 2024. It's ridiculous. The day grays are out of baseball is the day I throw a parade. It's never happening. <laughs> I know. I hate it. I hate it. It's never happening. You're not seeing the Nets wear road gray. Well, I just think, think you actually do have a gray. Weirdly actually, enough. yeah, they do. They do. They do. I don't like the Nets. Jersey. But I love, you know, I love there. when Toronto wears the powder blue. I love when the Phillies wear the powder blue. Yes. Yes. You know, like cards, uh, powder blues. Oh, uh, yes. Kelly Green's in Oakland. Come mm -hmm. on, man. Yeah. Yankees just don't have that. And they I gotta do Navy. They gotta do it. And again, you're not even saying anything that's crazy. It's Navy. Right. It's not like I'm making the word red. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh ban grays. Ban grays. <laughs> anyway. Uh don't forget to join the Lockdown Yankees Insiders Club. And of course, comment down below. Uh, reply to the pinned one for the fan mail Friday episode coming up here in a couple of days. Let us know how you're feeling about all this stuff here today. And uh, in case you missed it, the lockdown Yankees insiders club, you can text Stacy. You can text me one-on-one -on -one and of course uh, ask questions, get your answers, get your insider info, whenever you like it. And of course, also, there's a 14 free trial. you can also get health updates from me. So apparently, great. apparently there's that too. <laughs> um, and that's going to do it for today's episode of lockdown Yankees. I'm Steve. Grotto. And I'm Stacy. Got We'll see you next time. 